0: Marv Cutler show on the Tan Talk Radio Network, and now here's your host, Marv Cutler.
1: I'm back here in uh, in Florida. I uh, I did some traveling uh, last I spoke with you guys out there, and um, oh by the way, the uh, Cowboys uh, leading the Giants at halftime, seven to three. I was up in the, the Boston area. I was in Virginia Beach, and I did some reviews here in Florida. And I'm going to start off now with the restaurant of the month the restaurant of the month is romano's italian restaurant and pizzeria and they're on federal highway in boca raton florida now if you want some great italian food romano's not to be confused now with the with the chain this is it's a locally family owned restaurant it's it's from Manos and it's just wonderful food. You know, we started off with some garlic bread that that uh, T Fluff tells me she just like she makes at home. I mean, this is like the probably the best garlic bread I've ever had in a restaurant. It was incredibly good. Um, the soup, the pasta, pasta Oh man, homemade, rich and thick, uh, delicious. Oh, you know, I'll tell you something. You think you know order some soup. And the soup will come out almost immediately, but um, wow. We waited a while because even the soup is made to order. Everything is cooked to order in Romano's. Um, It's hard to say how delicious and uh, the classic and unique the eggplant pie is also. The the eggplant pie is is an appetizer, and um, we split it, and uh, we just, oh, man, I'll tell you. Unbelievable! The egg, eggplant uh, pie, which is like an eggplant parmesan, made into like a pie. The service, uh, Igor, is is absolutely terrific. Um, really, really, really good service. The portions are incredibly generous, incredibly generous. And the um, we started off with um, a main course of uh, uh, I had penne pasta with uh, broccoli rub. Oh, they say in Chinese, molto bene and um and uh, the fluff had uh, so uh francioso, so uh, and so satisfying with the, and the uh the, the spinach um um side dish that came with uh, with garlic and oil unbelievable um the uh the canoli oh. <laughs> I'm going crazy I I already had dinner and I'm already getting hungry again the the canoli Homemade regatta, uh, perfect. The tartufo. Um, it's served with fresh um, homemade uh, whipped cream. Oh man, uh, I'll tell you, Romano's uh, restaurant and pizzeria in in uh, Boca Raton on Federal Highway is is absolutely unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I want to mention um, while I was in Virginia Beach, I had a I had dinner at. Um, uh, a very interesting restaurant called Captain George's, and Captain George's is um, it's, it's a fresh seafood buffet, and the uh, the, the seafood there is, uh, I, I guess, it's really really good. The people would, I don't eat shellfish, so I, you know, so you, you've been listening to me for years, you know, I don't eat shellfish, and um, although I used to at one time, uh, <laughs> but the uh, Alaskan uh, crab legs and. Uh, the the amounts of shellfish that they put out there is unbelievable. I had some fish and I had some um, uh, some uh, prime rib. Uh, the the food is just re- really good and the service is terrific. It, it, although it is a buffet, and um, <laughs> I got to tell you that the uh, uh, the <laughs> it, they have a sports bar that has a um, a TV at every at every at every booth. They even have TVs in the men's room have TVs over every urinal, year, year <laughs> so it's quite a it's quite a sports bar. It's a lot lot different than one I've, I've been to in uh, been to in Vegas. Anyway, they're in Virginia Beach on Laskin Road. They're also in uh, Williamsburg on Richmond Road, um, uh, the Outer Banks, uh, Virginia, and um, and Kill Devil's Hill, and uh, they're also in Myrtle Beach um, on Twenty Ninth Ave. So um, if you get a chance. Get on over to the, um, if you're in the area in, in Virginia, in uh, Virginia Beach, I get over to uh, Captain George's. My my first guest is a, absolutely a terrific guest. I'm really, I'm really happy to have him on because this, this man is is like uh, is one of my, my new idols. <laughs> uh, I want to uh, introduce you to Dr. John Z. Amoroso. Dr. John. Hello, Doctor John. Uh, yes, Marv, I'm here. Okay, <laughs> I'm saying Doctor John. It's, it's sometimes I'm thinking physician. <laughs> anyway, Doctor John, you—we're um, uh, going to talk about your new book, Awakening Past Lives. Yes, and it's a—it's a step-by-step guide to self-exploration, and um, it's basically about past lives. And uh, this is—I read the book. It's an amazing book. Uh, It's um, um, also—it comes with a CD. So the um, uh, the all the directions on on how to go into this past life experience uh, comes on the CD. So you can listen to Doctor John Amoroso, and uh, and he puts you into this uh, state where you. um, we can uh, go back to your past lives. So, uh, Doctor John, tell me about yourself and um, and, and who you are and, uh, and and what you do. I know, but let's tell
2: my listeners. Okay. Um, well, I I finished a, a PhD in clinical psychology almost thirty years ago, and in the process. Uh, In those early years, I started to uh, train in Ericksonian hypnosis and gestalt therapy and so forth and really got interested in past-life regression. I was even then associated with the uh, Association for Research and Enlightenment in Virginia Beach and Atlantic University. Um, But I started to do research even during my my, uh, doctoral studies and I've been using past life regression as a therapeutic technique for for more than twenty five years. Consequently, uh, within the last six years, I've uh, been teaching uh, in a in a master's program at Atlantic University in Virginia Beach, and uh, that's master's degree courses as well as continuing education and. Uh, Certification training programs and in, in what I call integrated imagery, which amounts to past life regression. So, um, and this book is a is a result of the work I've been doing uh, at Atlantic and teaching for for the last uh, well five or six years now. Okay, now um, Atlantic University. That's a, is that an online uh, college? Yes, it is. As a matter of fact, it was uh, Atlantic was started actually by Edgar Casey in the 30s, and then it closed down because of the Depression and so forth for a while. And in the early 80s, it was started up again. And Atlantic now is a fully nationally accredited master's degree program in transpersonal studies, and we have a number of concentration tracks. One of them now... Uh, has been in, in as I've mentioned, uh, integrated imagery. Okay,
1: and now uh, your your basic um, uh, start in and past life regression was was based on the teachings of of Edgar Casey.
2: Well, yes, that's what got me first interested in uh, of of the fourteen thousand. Ah, uh, psychic readings at Edgar Cayce, uh, that Edgar were, Casey that were documented by Edgar Casey. Almost 2,000 of them referred to past life experiences that uh, that were carried into this life, the biographical life. So the Casey readings provide a nice explanation and and uh, you know for the the approach of using past life regression. Now it's it's very much out of Eastern religions and in my book there's a whole chapter on the history of reincarnation thinking and uh, the concept of karma so we see uh, the the concept of reincarnation thinking not only in Eastern religions but in many most primitive religions and even in our Western the, the roots of our Western religions but Casey has has uh, a very a concise description of of how past lives work and how the karmic patterns or complexes are transferred into this life.
1: Now, in, in your studies um, on, on past lives, as, as have you known anybody to um, actually remember without any uh, hypnotherapy or whatever? Um, any past life experiences, actually knowing the, the past life they were in and, the, and the things
2: they were, were doing in, in that past life? Well, if I understand the question, I some people have spontaneous, spontaneous uh, memories or insights into past lives, uh, even deja vu experiences and so forth. But when we do the regression work, uh, they regress actually back to a past life experience, and the technique of integrated imagery uh, helps them to uh, experience the life experience as, uh, uh, and, and the feelings and images and even scripts and sensations that are going on as they progress through that past life. No. The
1: so, reason, the reason I'm asking this is, I, I know a woman who um, tells, her she remembers her past life, and um, she remembers that, and I don't know how she does this, but she says she remembers um, that she was an Ethiopian boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know if gender makes it, uh, well, I do know, but I, I want your opinion on if gender makes a difference uh, in past lives, and she tells me that she was an Ethiopian boy, and um, and her, son, her current son was
2: actually her, her mother. Wow, That's that's a, a common experience. We, in in doing this regression work, thousands of cases for for more than twenty five years. Uh, I've certainly uh, experienced people going back to uh, different lives as opposite as, as the opposite sex, and um, there's been. I mean, uh, this whole idea of past life regression actually grew up since the uh, oh mid eighteen hundreds, right alongside of traditional psychology. So it's not it's not just new, and it's not just. The, out of the new age movement, but uh, uh, there's a lot of research. Consequently, uh, that validates that we go back to different lives and different uh, in, in, in lives as the, in the opposite sex, and quite often, um, well, Edgar Casey would say that if we stand on the street corner in Fifth Avenue in Manhattan in the afternoon. Uh, everyone we see will invariably be somebody we've been with in a past life. So it is common that we tend to uh, regress back to lives where we had uh, family members, current family members, uh, and switching roles as well. So it's just one of the ma- many uh, factors that play into this. Now,
1: the the... The the latest phenomenon and and, and um, past lives and the and the and the search for knowledge of past lives really started with that uh, book, um, the search for
2: Bridget Murphy. Is is that correct? Well, as a matter of fact, yeah. I I mentioned that in my book. Uh, that was a very very significant uh, publication which stimulated a lot of thought. Um, you probably remember the date that it was published better than I do actually, but um, that stimulated a lot of a lot of publicity and um, And subsequent to that, people like Brian Weiss, who's a psychiatrist in your area down in Florida, uh, you know uh, has done a lot of research and uh, has published a number of books. As well, in fact, he was on on the Oprah show, and actually regressed Doctor Oz um, a couple of years ago. But since Bridie Murphy, uh, a number of professional clinicians, psychologists, and psychiatrists have uh, adopted the technique and the approach in in working with uh, with clients therapeutically.
1: And do you? Um... Offer um, uh, classes or sessions uh, in in Pennsylvania uh, besides uh, what you do with ARE and Atlantic University?
2: yes, i I've had a full- time practice in in the Philadelphia area for as I said twenty five years. Uh, in addition to teaching uh, at least three times a year in Virginia Beach, uh, we'll also be starting uh, training programs uh, in in the Philadelphia area. Um, but we have quite a few certified practitioners around the country, and in fact, in a few other countries that uh, if, if anyone is interested, um, they'd, they'd be available to actually work with, uh, with people that are interested. So um, actually, the, that information will be available for you and your listeners on my website uh, over the coming uh, next couple of couple of weeks, we'll be we'll be publishing a list of the certified practitioners around the country. And uh, what is your website? It's jzamoroso.com. dot That's jzamoroso at jzamoroso. dot com. Oh dot com. Okay, right. That's uh, that's
1: really good. Now, uh, if, if my listeners want a copy of your book, uh, can they get it? Um,
2: you know, in the bookstore, or online, or yes, Amazon has it. Uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, if you're around Virginia Beach, uh, you can order it or or buy it at the uh, ARE bookstore. But uh, probably the easiest way is through Amazon. Okay, now. I was a couple of
1: days um, at ARE. It's a, it's a really a uh, magnificent experience. People are, uh, in Virginia Beach or on traveling to Virginia Beach It's a wonderful place. I I went through. I I I, I, I took a tour and then I went to uh, two seminars in two days. I went to one on on past lives and I went to one on on
2: psychic powers. Oh and, right, I didn't realize and, that. And, uh, were you saying that uh John? No, I said i didn't realize that you were in virginia beach
1: yeah i was there that's that's why that's why i found your book and that's where i uh, picked up a copy from allison and um and uh I had a great experience there and uh it's a it's a great um, um it's a it's a great book i mean i you know i I've, I've read a lot of books on the subject I'm also a hypnotherapist as i told you And yeah and i, and I practice uh, i practice uh past life but this is probably um, uh, the, the best book that I've read on the subject. Well,
2: thank you. I appreciate that. I, I, I have to say I, I stopped calling it past life regression a number of years ago, and uh, I uh, refer to it as integrated imagery because it's not only about regressing to past lives, but also to what I call the energetic chain of experience, to past lives between life states, the before life uh, even the perinatal, uh, from conception to birth, where we do have memories and, and experiences that we carry with us. And as well, the biographical life. So uh, it's, what's important is to integrate all of those experiences. And I've actually worked with people that have never gone to past lives, That you know, especially with post-traumatic stress disorder and so forth, where it can be very effective. Uh, yeah,
1: are there any are there any people that you think would not be good uh going through a, a past life experience
2: well i'm sorry I would have to, your past life, but... yeah I, I mean there are, I would have to say that if anyone has as a diagnosis of a psychosis schizophrenia or something uh some practitioners will will work with them but i've i've uh, uh refused to work with with psychosis. But um that's about it. There's some people that'll come in and say, Well, I can't be hypnotized and well, so okay, well we'll just use a progressive relaxation exercise then and um,
1: I've heard that a number of times. Yes, right. <laughs> and it been I've been uh, uh, not uh, even uh, doing
2: his, reincarnation for this to work. Yeah. I've been doing hypnosis since seventy
1: six. So oh my goodness. um well, I've heard that a number of times. Yes, right, <laughs> right. I, I, you know, I, I know it's late uh, for you, John. I know you uh, you going to work tomorrow, and I want to thank you for coming on the show. I just, um, you know, uh, the best way uh, to learn about your practice and to learn about um, integrated, uh, integrated imagery, right? Integrated imagery. And uh, it's through your book, and like I said, this is the best book I've, I've, I've in all the years I've been. I've been reading the different books. This is the best book I've read on the subject. Well, thank you oh. so much.
2: I appreciate that, Marvin. Uh, I'll be happy at any time to come back and uh, talk about the, this this topic again. Right, I'd love to have you, you on, and you know, uh, uh, this is one of the shows
1: I'm going to keep as my. Um, uh, show when I when I'm I'm away and I can't do a show from out of the country or something and they have to repeat it because I, uh, there's just so much information from you that that's that's I really really think my listeners would would really enjoy. But once again, what's your website? Uh, Jzamoroso. dot com. Okay, and uh, the name of the book is Awakening Past Life: A Step by Step Step by Step Guide to Self Exploration. And it's published by uh, Fourth Dimension Press, uh, which is part of are Correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay, and great. Looking forward to talking to you again. I'm going to check the out your website and um, and uh, maybe um, we can talk about my getting certified.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: I would love that. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Thanks for your thanks for your time, Dr. John. Thank you. All right, that was Dr. Z. Also, um, a terrific um, uh, person and past lives. Able you know, to bring it down to uh, to my, my listeners so they'll understand what we're talking about. Instead of integrated imagery, but that's what he calls it, and I think it's a better it's a better title for it. Uh, while I was in Virginia Beach, I, I tried a couple of other restaurants. Um, um, Bubba's. How can you go to Virginia Beach and not uh, have dinner at uh, lunch at Bubba's Bubba's Crab House and Seafood Restaurant, uh, and they're at the Lynn Haven Inlet in Virginia Beach, and it's <laughs> it's, it's a really a nice restaurant. And I had some some wonderful uh, tuna nuggets for an appetizer, and uh, and the. Um, the flounder was just just uh magnificent. So uh I, a Bubba's restaurant and uh, there was Shore Drive, Virginia Beach. It's Bubba's Crab House and Seafood Restaurant and they're terrific. And if you're in Virginia Beach you gotta check out another really terrific restaurant in Virginia Beach is the Blue Turtle. Um they're on Blaskin uh, Road in um in Virginia Beach. Really a a, a nice restaurant. I, it's it's an indoor outdoor uh uh, type restaurant. I sat outdoors and uh, I had uh, a tuna poke, which is a marinated ahi tuna over seaweed salad and topped with diced avocado and mangoes. And uh, pasta alla la Pasta alla la a sauté of fresh tomatoes, basil, garlic, balsamic, and Italian cheese over penny pasta. Really terrific. Uh, the blue turtle on Laskin Road in Virginia Beach. Oh. I wanna mention this restaurant of the month. <laughs> and I don't recommend this to anyone, is um is the Golden Corral. They're a they're a chain of um uh, uh buffet restaurants and um they the food isn't isn't very good and also I wanna mention that the management there doesn't know anything because I uh, uh, I don't eat catfish or um, or um, shellfish, and uh, there was the, the fish they were serving was he called it basa, and I know basa is a form of catfish, and I told him I said well that's not right uh, if you don't of well, people know what it is. It's, it's Kathy. He says, no, it isn't. It's Flounder. <laughs> and I showed it to him on four different websites. and He still insisted that it was Flounder. So uh, that's the uh, mentality of uh, of management in, in uh, one of the Golden Corrals I went into. Now, let me see. Oh, I was at um a soccer game last week. Uh, uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies uh, played the Fort Lauderdale Strikers, and and the Rowdies beat the Strikers uh, 3 to nothing. So, um, I was there in, in Fort Lauderdale at the game at Lockhart Stadium. And it's uh, good to let you know that um, uh, the Rowdies won that game in the ASL, which is uh, uh, National Soccer League. Now, I also went to the FAU, Florida Atlantic University game against Wagner, which was somewhat of a boring game. It was the opening of the football weekend. And the FAU... Um,
0: Peter Wagner, seven to three. Hey, Marv. Let's take a quick break here because I just need to uh, talk to you off air, and then uh, and then we'll come right back after this uh, Thelonious Monk. Listening to the Marv Cutler Show on the Tan Talk Radio Network, and now here's Marv.
1: All right, well, a couple more reviews I have here. Um, Another restaurant in Boca Raton, terrific at Town Center Circle, is the English Tap Beer Garden, and um, they have some really nice um, New England style Northern fish fry, fish and chips. Uh, with um, a beer batter haddock and french fries and coleslaw and they have uh the, probably the best onion soup I've had since I many years ago when I was in Montreal. But the uh the English tap beer garden um at Town Center Circle in Boca is terrific. And um if you if you're in the area they get like over hundred different beers and it's a wonderful place, a good atmosphere, really good service. And uh, I, know, I know you'll like it. Now, I also want to mention, if you're in the area and you like, and you like uh, good and interesting theater, the Plaza Theater, uh, until the 9th, uh, is, is show doing Irving Berlin Salutes America. It's a, a collection of 30 Irving Berlin tunes uh, produced by Alan Jacobson and has a, a nice cast. Uh, ensemble cast singing these great tunes, and if you like really good music, like our greatest American songbook and the Plaza Theatre until September ninth is the Irving is Irving Berlin to America, and they are in Manalapan, Florida, Manalapan, which is by uh, Lake Worth in Florida, and I hope I have Jim um, Gilliland on the line. Yes. Hello, Jim. Hey, Marv. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm doing great. I, I was uh, earlier this evening. I was enjoying playing your flute, I'm glad. Yeah, it's a, it, it, it's a really a wonderful flute. Um, tell my listeners uh, about yourself and uh, about your flutes. Okay. Well,
3: I was born in Birmingham, Alabama, in about 1939. I'm 73 years old.
1: Hey, thanks uh, a lot. I get, probably, probably got probably uh, the guy that's old be, at least by a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've lived in uh,
3: Alabama, California, Florida. I, got, I was stationed in Key West, Florida for uh, three years in the Navy and got out in 62. Went back to Alabama, and in 63, I got into the NASA space program stayed in that until I retired in 1999, and I spent a few years with Chrysler Corporation on the first Saturn I boosters, then I was with IBM Corporation on the Saturn V booster, and then I finished up my career of about 18 years with United Space boosters on the solid rocket boosters. I retired, I was manager in design engineering, electrical engineering. But I've been making flutes for about 25 years. I'm Native American. Uh, I, uh, I'm Cherokee, Creek, Scotch Irish descent. I am registered. And we used to go to the powwow somewhere almost every weekend, and that's where I first got introduced to the flute. Got interested in it. Tried to make flutes for several years, no luck. And then I run into a fellow that gave me a man's name in California, Lou Paxton Paxton Price, that had studied the flute for 20 years and written a book on the physics of the flute. And since I was an engineer, that sort of fell right into my line. I bought all these books, learned how the, the flute actually functioned, and then how to get into calculating where all the holes go and everything. I did that for a while, but that was awfully complicated or time-consuming, so I come up with some simpler charts that just worked off of ratios where I could determine the length of the flute where the holes went. Uh, I primarily nowadays make uh, flutes out of river cane and bamboo. I started off making them out of hardwood, and then while I was in Florida, two years to finish my retirement, down around Cape Kennedy, I was introduced to some of the clumping bamboo down there, which made excellent flutes. So I started making, finally figured out what the flute was supposed to do, and I started making some good flutes, and uh, so I bought me a expensive strobe-scope tuner and started doing uh, concert tuning on all my flutes. I sent a few of them out to California to a guy named Charles Littleleaf, and he really liked my cane flutes, and he took them around to all the stores out there, and before I knew it, I had more people wanting cane flutes than I knew what to do. And uh, so I, while I was in Florida, I uh, had given I made friends with a, a NASA's first Native American astronaut, John Harrington. He's Chickasaw. And I got him to come to a powwow down in Alabama one time, and I sat and taught him how to make flutes. Then we, we became friends, and I, I gave him a lot of flutes over the years. And when he flew in 2002 on STS-113, he carried two of my flutes into space. One was a small black flute. It was a cane, and it was one I had sprayed with black lacquer. Uh, it was only probably 12 inches long. It was small, so he could get it into his carry-on case real easy. He carried that with him onto the space station and played Amazing Race on the space station. And when he came back, he put it into the Smithsonian Museum in uh, Washington, D.C., the new Museum of the American Indian. So it's there on display in the rotunda at the bottom. Um, You have
1: have fluid is on display in the Smithsonian.
3: Yes, yes, oh, that's that's and, terrific. And then one of them, that, one of them, he brought it back and gave it to me. One of them, he gave it back and brought it brought it back and gave it to me, and I have it now. And it's fixing to go on display at a a museum in South Alabama. Uh
1: huh.
3: Okay. But, um, and that's where you're I, based in Alabama, right? Yes, I'm. I'm. Uh, well, my backyard is a uh, Huntsville city limits. I'm in what the between Madison, Alabama, and Huntsville, Alabama, up here around uh-huh. Marshall Space Flight Center. Uh-huh. i look, so, I look out my if, back porch and see the Space Center. All right. If
1: my, uh, if my listeners uh, want to uh, look at your flutes or purchase your flutes, um, tell us about your website and how they can uh, get there. Okay. My My website
3: is not up to date right now, so all the flutes that are on there are sold, but it's www.. Jim
1: dot com. Okay, spell that in up. case uh, um my listeners in in the Vegas can uh, don't know how to spell. <laughs> you notice, okay. You notice I went way off to Vegas, so <laughs> you can
3: you can also go on the web and search in Google for the Oregon Flute Store. Uh-huh. Okay. That's a, a a internet company. It's the largest flute sales company in the world, and they are in Vita, Oregon. Uh, I've been selling my flutes to them for fifteen, sixteen years. Uh huh. So basically, now most of everything I make goes directly to them, unless somebody contacts me on the internet. Okay. I also, they can see my flutes if they go and look at www. Dot the trade t r a d e blanket b l a n k e t dot com. That's my daughter's website, and they also have my flutes and some of my jewelry on on display there. Oh, okay. But you I also make yes, I I make I've I've been making a lot of turquoise necklaces lately. Oh, uh, great! My I also started back two years ago making wooden flutes, and I have two big engine lathes now that are set up for boring the the, uh, solid wood blanks out so I can make wooden flutes with no glue joints, which means that you don't have to worry about a flute coming apart on you, and it also has a better sound since it's all one solid piece.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
3: So I've gotten back into that. I, I also make, you know, the... Native American pentatonic uh, flutes. I make major scale flutes. I make chianchas that they play in South America. I make transverse flutes and feists, just a little bit of everything. Oh, great. If anybody wants to contact me about a flute, they can just uh, email me at jgflutes,
1: F-L-U-T-E-S, at dot com. Okay. And then I'll answer your email. jgflutes.com. At AOL dot
3: that's correct.
1: Okay, hey, great. You know, and I'll tell you, the I've been playing a flute. that's really the sound is really beautiful, and it's a very easy blowing flute, easy to play, and it it It, it, handle, it feels really well too. So I just want to uh, make that. You know, if a flute is designed well,
3: you don't have to blow into it. You just practically breathe into it, right. and absolutely and it plays. You know, right. But I make all, right. all sizes. I've made flutes anywhere from, say, 7 or 8 inches long up to 42 inches long. So I, mm-hmm. I don't make a lot of the real low ones now because I have arthritis, getting arthritis in my fingers, and I don't have the stretch that I used to. So I don't usually make anything lower than a low A now. Okay. And uh, But I've got a low A I'm making for a musician in Australia right now. Mm-hmm. And I come up with a system of having the mouthpiece come out the back like a saxophone. You hold it vertical and play it like a saxophone. Wow. But it's still the Native American, American tone, and it makes it easier to reach the holes since you have it vertical. Right.
1: That's great. Yeah, because that's a, that's, a, that's a big fluke. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: You, you're talking about, uh, well, this one I'm making for the guy in Australia is going to be, I think, 36 inches long.
1: Right, right. Uh, uh, All right, Coming on, um, your boots are really nice, and um, I'm enjoying using mine. And uh, it was good to have you on. I hope I'll have you on again. Okay. You have a good day now. You too. Thanks. Okay, okay bye. Hey, let me uh, do a few more reviews here. Uh, my next reviews are historical, and I want to mention that while I was in um, in Boston, uh, area I went over to concord and I went to some of the places that I, I i heard about and read about i've never been all the years I lived in the boston area i've never been to these places and it was a remarkable day that I spent um I went to the Alcott house, the orchard house, which is um uh, was the home of Louisa May Alcott, who wrote little women and it's such a a beautiful tour it's a beautiful home uh the furnishings the artwork uh painted by her sister. Uh, really, really special, and it's just a beautiful, uh, exciting place to go. Also, the old building in the back is the Concord School of Philosophy, which was founded by her father, who was another one of my new idols, um, uh, Bronson Alcott, and uh, he was an amazing man. And uh, he uh, he opened the school, the Concord School of Philosophy. And um, if you if you're in the Concord Mass area, or in the Boston area. You've got to get over to the Orchard House, uh, which is the Lou- Louisa May Alcott House, and I'm sure you'll love it. Also, while you're there, just down the road a little bit is the Ralph Waldo Emerson Memorial House. Um, that's um, also in Concord, uh, just down the street, and it's the home of um, uh, was the home of Ralph Waldo Emerson, uh, 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 probably America's best-known thinker, and he who uh, he led a Renaissance in American ideas in the 19th century. Um this is um a beautiful home and everything in the house is um is original. And he was um very closely uh re- uh, uh with uh, cultivated friendships with uh Bronson Alcott, Henry Thoreau, Margaret Fuller, and uh, of course uh, Walt Whitman uh which they, they um they try not to mention <laughs> But anyway, it's a beautiful home—the the, the Ralph Waldo Emerson um, Memorial House. It's it's a beautiful place, and while you're in the area, you've got to go to the, uh, the Concord Museum. Uh, Concord Museum is one of the nicest um, museums. It's beautiful building, and it's one of the nicest museums I've ever been to. And and while you're in there, besides all the great things that happen in Concord. Uh, you'll find um, the lens uh, that was hung with Paul Revere. That's right. Well, Paul Revere's lens is uh, in the Concord Museum. So, um, if you're in the Boston area, go the Elcott House, the Emerson House, and, and the Concord Museum, and uh, that was enough for one day. And I didn't get a chance to get back there to to do any uh, more places like the Wayside Inn and places like that. But uh, it's it's so much history in the uh, in the Boston area that. That is pretty amazing. Uh, what I want to do now is, I want to play something else from the greatest American songbook, and uh, here is um, Summer Wind.
4: And then we strolled that golden sand Two sweethearts and the summer wind Like painted kites, those days and nights They went flying by as new beneath the blue umbrella sky then softer than a piper man one day it called to you i lost you i lost you to the summer wind The autumn wind, and the winter winds, they have come and gone. And still the days, those lonely days, they go on and on. And guess who saw? The summer wind, the summer wind, warm summer
0: wind,
4: the summer wind.
1: That was uh, Frank Sinatra and Summer went for my greatest American songbook. And I want to thank uh, Cedric. He's doing a yeoman's job over there. We're so far apart from each other. I'm here in uh, Boca Raton, and he's in um, uh, in Tampa Bay, and um, uh, we're trying to get this to work for us uh, when we can't give us each other signals or whatever. So let me tell you about um, – I, I, I was trying to get um, Stacey Patrick on, who's the manager of um, the um, – The Virginia Beach Resort Hotel, but something is wrong with the phone lines or something, and I we can't seem to get through it. So let me uh, tell you about the Virginia Beach uh, Resort Hotel. Imagine standing on your balcony, uh, gazing at the blue waters of the Chesapeake Bay, stretching out in front of you for miles, the white strand of beach that winds up the shore to the west and down around Cape Henry to the east. The sun slowly sinking below the horizon, turning the water to liquid gold. That's how it is at the Virginia Beach Resort Hotel and Conference Center. Now, this is a special all-suite, year-round beach resort offering family vacationers everything they can want. Not only will you enjoy the beautiful beach and view, they have an indoor-outdoor pool, which is huge and magnificent, Um, a a fully-equipped health club, and the Trade Winds restaurant for uh, casual and fine dining huh? there's hiking uh, biking tennis swimming dining and i plant- there's no it's a terrific oh. resort it, the rooms are magnificent. I had a suite there um overlooking like i said they're all overlooking um uh, the bay it's um uh chesapeake bay it's it's magnificent they're private um and it's, it's just a wonderful feeling it's a wonderful place uh... the virginia beach uh, resort hotel and conference center uh... Ah, the sweet life <laughs> if um... if you want to make reservations uh... let me give you their number it's eight hundred uh... four six eight two seven two two that's eight hundred four six eight two seven two two the virginia beach resort hotel and i'm sorry that stacy couldn't be with us uh... like i said i don't know what happened but I wanted to tell you about this, this wonderful um, this hotel. I stayed at for a few days while I was in Virginia Beach, uh, traveling between, um, between uh, Boston and Boca. And, and, and um, uh, it, was a, it was a wonderful experience uh, that I had there. Uh, I'm going to talk very slowly, and hopefully I can get uh, Cedric uh, to play something from the Greatest American Songbook. And whatever he wants to punch up, and uh, Sinatra or jazz uh, or whatever, uh, just punch something up for me, Cedric, and um, we will um, have something the greatest American songbook. That's life
4: That's what all the people say You're riding high in April Shot down in May But I know I'm gonna change that tune when I'm back on top, back on top in June, I said that's life. That's life. And as funny as it may seem, some people get their kicks stopping on a dream. But I don't let it, let it get me down. Cause this fine old world. That's life. That's life. I tell you, I can't deny it. I thought of quitting, baby, but my heart just ain't gonna buy it. And if I didn't think it was worth one single try, I'd jump right on a
0: And now back to the Marv Cutler show on the TAN Talk Radio Network.
4: I've been a puppet of hey, a pirate, a poet. How
1: are you? Hello. <laughs> We've been trying to get you for like a half an hour The numbers you I gave know. me weren't working
5: Well, no, I'm not working I'm actually at home And I uh, thought y'all were no, calling at 10 the number
1: wasn't working either Huh? We, we called you at home and we called yourself And neither one of them were working
5: well, the cell y'all didn't try, but you did try at home, and I was sitting yeah, down with my son. We gave it anyway. This
1: week, talk about that on the air. I, I I talked about I gave you a really I talked about the um, about your hotel, uh, how wonderful it was, and <laughs> we've got about two or three minutes left. So, uh, um, uh, from your perspective, tell me about the Virginia Beach Resort Hotel and and the Virginia Beach area.
5: Well, Virginia Beach is absolutely awesome. The Virginia Beach Resort Hotel and Conference Center. Um we've been there 25 years and 295 All Suite Hotel over on the Chesapeake Bay. Um we've
1: we're I told them, I told them all that.
5: <laughs> you told them all that? Yeah. All for well, reservations. I was to get
1: you I told them all that.
5: <laughs> all for reservations 1-800-468-2722. I did that too. <laughs> I, right. I did You're all of that leaning. for you, uh, you know. And I was talking about the great, the great suite that I had overlooking Chesapeake Bay and overlooking that bridge. The bridge <laughs> tunnel. Did you tell them about the bridge tunnel? Uh,
1: I, I, I haven't told about the bridge tunnel, no.
5: Seventeen point six miles.
1: It's seventeen point six miles. We both know that now, don't we?
5: Yes, and I will never forget it. Thanks to you.
1: Anyway, as I was as I was telling my listeners before you came on, it's it's a beautiful hotel. The the rooms are absolutely beautiful. Uh, It's so relaxing. I was sitting out on the uh, balcony overlooking the bay uh, for a couple of nights, and uh, it's just uh, so peaceful, so beautiful. I I just I just loved being there. It was just a great great experience, and it really you know I was I was on on uh, a trip for four weeks and it was like the highlight of my my trip except for when I went to see my kids.
5: <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. So
1: uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry we couldn't talk longer but if if you if you listen to the podcast later on, um you'll you'll hear uh, uh what I said about uh, your hotel and how uh, wonderful it is.
5: That will be great and come back anytime. time.
1: Thank you so much, Stacy, and I wish I could have had you on earlier. I'm I'm going to get back get you on again, though, um, because I really enjoyed being there.
5: Awesome. And I I will be you not over a bridge or a tunnel, and I hope to see
1: you soon. (laughs) I might be able to do that bridge again.
5: I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. The fear fear is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Good. All right. All right. You take care and come see us soon. Okay. And, um, right. uh, I think
1: I can pick up my theme song there, uh, uh, Cedric, because I think we're running out of time. So I want to um, uh, <laughs> thank everybody for listening um, uh, Tampa Bay, um, um, uh, Arkansas, <laughs> and the rest of the world. And uh, thank uh, this is Mob Cutler. Have a marvelous week. And until next time. Ciao
2: WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay, WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay, KLRG, Sheridan, Little Rock, and FM 94.5, K233BF, Little Rock.